from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a and Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. The numbers told the story they always do. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSEN. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. Good Thursday morning, too. It is a numbers game at VSEN, the Sports Betting Network, VSEN.com, the VSEN app, Fubo Sling, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV. However, you're taking us in. We appreciate it. It's Gil Alexander. Jeff Parlay is here as well, producer number five and eight. Jeffrey, good morning to you, sir. Good morning, good. Gil. Good morning, sir. Uh, we have uh, Bill Krakenberger coming up, hour number two, unscripted with a crack man. Will Hill, our own Will Hill, not that Will Hill, the Will Hill, or as he says, not the Will Hill, his Will Hill. You get the idea. He's not that Will Hill. He'll be joining us, talk NFL and college football with us a little later this hour. Uh, Jeff and I will go through our picks in the National Football League as well. Jeff joining us for the Megapod today. After this, we race over to the D with Mike Palm and Todd Rishnev, so we'll do that. We'll put out that podcast later today. But first, a treat this morning, some college basketball talk with one of the three-man weavers, Jim Root. How you doing, Jim? Good to see you in studio, man. Good. Yeah, you know, coincidence that I was in the area, and I figured, why yeah. not come in and, and hang out with you? Drop in. Yeah. You're one of the, uh, I will take you to the airport guys, so you were taking your roommate to the airport, so come on in. Yeah, you know, I'm doing a good deed, paying it forward before the holidays. Hopefully that, you know, pays off for me. You can divide, by just saying off air, you can divide people in this world. Who will take you to the airport and who will not? You're one of the good ones. That and help you move. I think those are the two. Well, yeah, let's not get crazy. <laughs> Let's not get crazy with that. So, wait, before we get to college basketball, though, I, I am flanked by Mizzou graduates. I assume they graduated. That's an assumption. But they went to Mizzou. Uh, ben Wilson, another uh, VEASAN person who went to Mizzou as well. Yesterday, Mizzou loses to Army uh, in the military bowl, and they lose on a last-second field goal 
24 to 22 is the final. So those of us who had Army on the money line in parlays and that kind of stuff, that gets home. But Mizzou does cover. Tyler Beatty did not play. Coach's decision, by the way. Staff decision for Tyler Beatty not to play. Uh, and then uh, Brady Cook was your starting quarterback who comported himself very well. How do you feel about that game ultimately in the end for your oh. alma mater? I, I felt that uh, the inevitable finally happened, where, where they lost at the end. Yes, it, it was very nice that it was synced up with Mizzou basketball getting spanked by Illinois Destroyed on Big Ten by Network. Illinois. So it was just going back and forth between Mizzou losses and being like, this is what it feels like to be an alum right here. Is that true? What Ben was telling me that that Mizzou actually asked, you know, when they when they were going through the bowl sort of you know distribution, they were like the one bowl we don't want to play in is that one because it's the same night as Missouri Illinois in basketball. Very oh, I'm to, sure that was yeah. right. And they went ahead and they're like, here, no, here, no, play, I, play I mean, that they, they, they gave him the booby prize of that one. But uh, <laughs> I will say, and, and to Jim's point, I totally forgot that bragging rights was last night until Mizzou was already down by 15. So it was a, probably a good thing that I had forgotten. So I didn't even have to bother tuning into that one. But naturally, all of our Army uh, spread bets that we made early on the better numbers, of course, naturally, uh, don't come home, Gil. And closing, closing line va- value be damned again. That's why I only play the money line on those things, man. Take the take the pre-flop spread, and you can have it. Uh, Army gets it done, twenty four twenty two. Can I just say this about? Uh, by the way, Kofi Coburn they had no answers for him on the basketball court last night. Sadly, we knew that coming in, yes. but it, it was even worse than expected. Yes, when well, they went by twenty five, Illinois beat them by twenty five last night, and it, it was not that close. Yeah, <laughs> and the score was not indicative of the beatdown that it was. The one thing about this Mizzou Army, any though, I have to say this that this applies for all the. Add this to the layers of when you're betting these college football bowls, one of the things you have to just deal with. The haphazard nature of spotting the football was at an all-time high down the stretch of this game. So one on Mizzou's last drive, I'm watching this game. I have Army on the money line. I'm like, oh, it's fourth and one. We just need to stop here. And, like, it took a play for me to realize, no, that was first and ten. Inside the red zone, I'm like, what are we doing? He was so clearly a yard and a half short of the sticks. I'm like, okay, well, they, they scored anyway, right? So I forgot about that. And then on Army's last drive, I don't know which is one where it was around midfield. I might have that part wrong. But Army is clearly a yard shy of the sticks, right? The clock is still going. Army still has two timeouts. The clock is still moving, and they're moving the, and they're moving the, the chain gang. For a first and ten, so it's a first and ten, and the clock is still moving, and I'm like, wait, we're losing time. I don't. I, what am I watching? Did you have the same reaction to that? I was more perplexed on the the Mizzou one. Yet yeah, was was bad. The one they gave Army, I'm pretty sure he was two yards short of the stick. It was not close. It was not even remotely close. And they're like, yeah, just bring it. Just, oh, just move them all. That was. It, it, all I could say, and the uh, and the broadcast crew very big on spiking the football. Oh, like we talk they love about spiking the, bro- the football for the, some reason. The broadcast crew. There's a couple things. One, one mechanically going to break was an issue for that broadcast crew. I don't know if you saw one where they couldn't get through the bowl name itself, and they just started giggling on the way out. That was great. But yes, the uh, color the color man, uh, the color commentator. He absolutely loved. He he advocated spiking the football at all times. Even when there were two timeouts in pocket, you're just like, oh, I don't really think you were correct. They probably shouldn't spike it there. It was just the most bizarre broadcast. Anyway, if you had Army on the money line, uh, it was a good ending. If you had Missouri on the spread, it was a good ending. But uh, 
Sorry to say, guys, Mizzou loses once again. Yeah, it's all right. So let me ask you about college basketball, because we're on a sort of natural college basketball break here. Yes, it's great. Oh, we have a news break. We have breaking news before we get to that. Yeah, uh, New Orleans Saints news. Uh, Trevor Simeon uh, has tested positive for COVID. That's according to Jeff Duncan of the Times-Picune. He is one of multiple Saints players, so we should be expecting a list later in the day, but... There's always concern when you, and this is kind of the concern with the Chargers as well. We would seeing Chase Daniel testing positive earlier this week. When they're all in the same room, you may have a problem there, Gil. Yes, which is what Washington <clears throat> dealt with, right? Everybody was around each other, and so they had to end up taking Garrett Gilbert off the New England Patriots practice squad. Which again, I'll say years from now, we'll look back on. We'll be like, really? They took a they took a player from another team's practice squad in a playoff race game and had to start him. And so now Trevor Simeon on the COVID list and you, you, excuse me, not Trevor Simeon, Taysom Hill on the COVID list. So you wonder if Trevor Simeon, Simeon's there. Simeon's on the COVID list. Simeon is the one on the COVID list. So, okay. So Simeon's on the COVID list. So you wonder if Taysom Hill is unaffected. We hope that he is. And there you go. So Trevor, so no backup quarterback, but we'll see more to come. You say, there, the report says multiple Saints have tested positive. The only name that was in the report from Jeff Duncan is Trevor Simeon. Only name is Trevor Simeon. By the way, if you're wondering who the Saints' third-string quarterback is, that would be Ian Book. Making that draft pick worth it as a potential as a potential backup this week. All right, so we'll keep an eye on that. Uh, let me just ask you, because we'll, we'll keep you here after the break here, Jim. You, Jim, you could stay as long as you want, by the way. Yeah, just, I'll, kick, I'll kick my feet up. And, yeah, yeah. Just stay as long as you want. But I just want to, about college basketball, so we're on a sort of natural break. There are 10 games tonight, but then it's really just that uh, that tournament, that Hawaii tournament on Christmas Day. But it's essentially like a four- or five-day break of college basketball. I just want to get to the, I hate to make everything about COVID, but we've sort of dealt with this now last year and this year now, which is I remember last year, one of the big handicapping angles was teams coming back from big COVID absences sort of took them a while to get back in the groove and you could fade those teams fairly reliably. How much of what you and Kai and Matt do, I mean, you guys are math guys, but ultimately, don't you have to sort of adjust your handicapping game with this kind of stuff? Yeah, absolutely. And, and trying to quantify how much to knock for it is really difficult because we want to have like a line on every game that we feel good about. But you don't know if it's worth one point or if it's worth two or if it's worth more in the first half of that first game, which anecdotally, I think it probably is. But, you know, in the second game, they do trend, tend to trend up a little bit. But that first one back, especially if it's a long pause, I think last year, if it was two weeks or longer, then it was really something you wanted to look to fade. But if it was if it was quicker, if they got in and out and it was just kind of like a couple day thing, yeah, they could deal with it. But this is this is even more nebulous. But this sort of so if we go to futures markets of let's say conferences, which we'll look at here momentarily, or you know, once you get into the tournament, then it's a different animal. But let's just say conferences. Do you, I mean, you almost have to go, there's there's an angle here, I, I would assume, where you would go the other direction, which is teams who have COVID early. And by the way, let me just say, we, we hope everybody's healthy and safe. I, it, I, for people landing on this show for the first time, they'll be like, boy, these guys are really callous making bets on the COVID. Yeah, that's kind of what we do. So I, apologies for uh, if, if we're horrible human beings. But it's just, there's also like a futures thing, I would imagine, where if you have COVID now, you, you are more... I guess you're thinking you'll be 
better. You'll you'll be fine later in the season. Does that at all like it? Like, it, do you have that thought where you're like, well, COVID at least is behind this team, so we might have just one extra little check in the perhaps make a futures bet on them box. A, a little, you'd hope so. I, I think I remember last year Villanova had it right around Christmas, and they ended up winning the Big East. They played a couple less games, but right. they got that one seed. And it, it sort of helped them. And an interesting angle on it, too, is that some of these conferences still have the forfeiture rule. Right. But I think that's going to be repealed. And, and re, like, the Big East, I think a couple teams are already 0-2 for forfeitures. And I think they're going to end up taking that back just because the environment's so different than when they initiated that rule. And they're, kind of, they're just making these rules up on the fly. Back yeah, and forth. absolutely. Winging it. I mean, the yeah. ACC changed the rule. Like two days after Coach K said it was a bad rule. I don't think that's a coincidence. It was <laughs> <laughs> just suggesting he carries some weight in all that. Just a little. Um, okay, so we'll we'll talk about conference odds. We'll talk about John Wooden Award. Uh, we'll look at to make the Final Four. We'll do that after the break. Do you have anything today in college basketball? Not a ton. There, there's only one I'm looking at, uh, and it's the early tip. It's going to be at 11, p- or 11 a.m. Pacific, and it's on the extra board. It is Wagner. This line has already flipped. They were a two-and-a-half-point dog as I entered the studio this morning. Mm-hmm. They are now minus one. Wow. That's what I'm seeing across the board. Uh, that's where I would draw my line. I would not take it past minus one. But I think uh, they're just the better team than Fairfield, and the, the market has clearly reflected that. Um, so the Seahawks early. I'm hoping Wagner gets it done. Wagner. But don't. But if it drifts past one, don't play it. Right. I wouldn't get too crazy with it. And it – you know, the slate is very small today, so I'm, I'm trying not to force anything, Gil. You know, I'm trying to play with my head, not my heart. I understand. I understand. All right. There's a pick for tonight or today, 11 a.m. Pacific. Yep. Yep. 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern. 2 p.m. Eastern. So an afternoon college basketball play for you. 306-133 on the, the betting rotation. Thank you. 306-133. Extra games. Uh, we'll come back. We'll look at those futures markets. Jim Root from Three Man Weave, Numbers Game Visa, the Sports Betting Network. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. 
I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. Football season is here, and it's time to download BetMGM Sports. It is Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM, with all your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the Strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling prom call 1-800-522-4700. It's Gil Alexander. We get tweets at beating the book. This is from uh, Podiatron. Spike the ball? Yes, I could not understand the rationale. LOL. And the other commentator, no words really. LOL. Tom F. T for three. I'm glad you noticed the broadcast team in the Army game was, I'll say, interesting. It was it was really between the broadcast team and the uh, and the officiating crew just moving sticks for just as a sport. You're two yards short. Sure, good enough. Let's move them. Sure, why not? Yes, sir. You're looking. I, I have. To, I, I can't believe I forgot to say this this morning, Gil. It's uh, it's Festivus. Oh, it so, is Festivus. It, it's the twenty third. So, Festivus uh, for the rest of us. So the uh, the yeah. airing of the grievances coming uh, on the Megapod today. Airing of the grievances, which of course was the original segment that Todd Wishnev and I did, which spawned uh, Mike Palm's no hyperbole. He never gives us credit for it, but you know we call it Gentile grievances uh, here on this show. But yes, the airing of the grievances. If you can, if you come up with some grievances later, Jeff, maybe we'll do some of those. Festivus for the rest of us. Uh, Jim Root is here for Three Man Weave to join us. At 3MW underscore CBB is the Twitter handle for Kai McKeon, Matt Cox, and Jim Root. Matt Cox uh, was going to break off from the group earlier this season. He thought he was the uh, George Michael to the Andrew Ridgely. But he's uh, he's been humbled since, I believe. Yeah, yeah, we had to knock him down a peg. Yeah, but, I understand. Yeah. Uh, okay, so let's look at some of these uh, season long, since this is a sort of natural break. And again, Wagner is the play uh, today from Jim, minus one. Or better, don't go higher than that. But as far as let's, what do you want to start with here, Jeff? You want to go to conferences at all? Uh, we can do conferences. We can, do, we can go one. Yeah, we'll start with conferences. That works. Let's uh, let's throw conferences up here. So these are available at not every sports book, but BetMGM has them as well. DraftKings does as well, but MGM will use their numbers. This is in the ACC. It's not your mom and dad's ACC, man. It is not. It is not. <laughs> it's a down year for the league. This was the again in in my day, Jim. It was the ACC and the Big East. What a what a place to grow up in the mid-Atlantic region of this country. But uh, ACC Duke is the uh, short shot at plus 110, and then Carolina at 6-1. to one. Louisville and Florida State, the only other two teams that are in single digits. Is there a play here at all? I think it'd probably be Duke if I had to give one. Um, I know that's not very fun. and not it's the, sexy. They're the favorite, and it's been said many times, many ways that Duke's going to win the regular season. They haven't done it in about ten years. You want to go through some of those ways that it's been said? This yeah, year? just now. <laughs> they, 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 they're the clear favorite. They're the only team that's been consistently competent this year. Uh, Virginia Tech looked fine at Duke last night, but they already have a home loss to Wake Forest. 
North Carolina, I guess maybe if you want to go a little further down the board, they have been okay, and they've got a road win on the board. But I just think Duke is is far and away the best team this year. They're the only clear NCAA tournament team. And if you know analytical rankings are something that interests you, they're the only team in the top 35 of Ken Palm like, okay. in the ACC. So the rest of the league has just not had a good non-conference year. How do you feel about Hubert Davis as a coach? Early okay. returns. Um, I, I kind of like some of the things he's doing offensively. He spread the court out more. He's emphasized shooting. It's a very modern approach. But that team doesn't play much defense, and you got to put that on him a little bit. So, so we're not yet prepared to say he's a better game coach than Roy Williams. Not quite there yet, unfortunately. Which is not really the highest bar in the world. It is not. He's, yeah. he's a terrific runner of a program, Roy Williams. Yes. But you know the in-game tweaks aren't, aren't exactly the specialty. Jeffrey. I do have one question ACC-related because – I know he had the suspension at the beginning of the year, Jim, but Louisville is not where that program needs to be this deep into Chris Mack's tenure. No. Is there, is there any any thought for you that this could be it if they missed the tournament for the second straight year? I wouldn't have expected it coming into the year, but I've already seen some of the whispers in the, in the Louisville Twitter sphere. I know they're not pleased, and you know they've taken a couple bad home losses. They lost to Furman at home. They lost to DePaul at home. And the, the eyebrows are raised, and not even getting a chance at Kentucky doesn't help. Although maybe that helps him out because they never beat Kentucky. Right. So a, a COVID uh, postponement for those who are wondering. Yep. Uh, I, I do think that if they go south, there's going to be some whispers about it, just because it's such a high-profile job. The expectations are so high. Sure. And he's not getting anywhere near hitting them. Uh, Duke, by the way, for those wondering what Jim meant was there's on-the-court reasons why people think they'll win the ACC, and then there's, uh, you know, conspiracy off-the-court stuff where they're like, hey, yeah, Coach K is going to get every break possible. Right. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> All right, let's move on from the ACC. Uh, let's go Big 12. You know, this is your this is your conference from back in the day the, the uh, where Mizzou resided for so many years. Kansas plus 160. No surprise that it's the Jayhawks, although maybe a minimal surprise because Baylor, number one team in the country, is at 2-1. to one. Texas and our guy Chris Beard at 3-1. to one. Everybody else double digits. Yeah, I wouldn't touch Texas, first of all. That that team has not come together in any shape or form the way a lot of people hoped in, in the non-conference and especially in the offseason. I think people really fell in love with the transfer imports. I, I probably was, could say I was one of them, had them as a preseason top 10 team. I don't think they are. Between Kansas and Baylor, I, I would just bet on Baylor because of the slightly better odds. I think they're equals, if nothing else. Maybe Baylor's even slightly better. So getting a little bit of uh, extra juice on there at the plus 200 price, I think the Bears are probably the right bet. All right, let's do one more conference here. Let's go to the next one here. We we, we could override the show with it, but we'll just keep it. Oh, good. Let's go Pac-12. That's a good choice. UCLA plus 120. UCLA, uh, most casual college basketball fans who just show up for the tournament, they're familiar with UCLA from last year's run, and, they, and they've got their key players back. Plus 120 on the Bruins. Arizona plus 175. The undefeated Trojans of USC at 5-1, to one, the other single-digit shot in the Pac-12. Yeah, I, I like how reflective of these odds are that there's a – it's a three-horse race. That's it. There's three teams that matter in the Pac-12 this year, and, and nobody else has made any sort of a statement. Um, I think you're probably best off taking the shot at USC plus 500. I, I like Arizona and UCLA more, but I don't think the divide is that wide between this USC team and those two. So uh, plus 500 is a decent price. I love Arizona, but I won't endorse it at plus Who, 175. Who's going to be the, the last remaining undefeated in college basketball this year? And by the way, there should be a prop for this. Someone's got to have this up. Yeah, I'll, I'll go with... 
Baylor, but I, I I don't know exactly when they meet Kansas. I'd have to double check on that. Um, LSU is kind of sneaky, awesome right now. Number one in Ken Palm's defensive efficiency. Crushed Lipscomb last night. Yep, sure did. Uh, so I, I'll I'll say Baylor, which I know is the lame answer because they're number one. But I'll go with it. But didn't you feel like much with? It's a little bit of a dirty analogy, but I felt like the Warriors. I feel I felt people were so Nets Lakers focused before the NBA season that they just were blinded to the Warriors possibility of being great again um and i felt with baylor too that people and i get it they they lost two keep you know they lost a lot of players but two really key players and so i get it that people kind of slept on them but i felt like they were sleeping on them too much yeah yeah i think there's you know you, you don't want to like anticipate the reload yeah but what Scott Drew's done, he's just constantly behind the scenes. He's got like four and five star guys waiting in the wings. So it's not like they're replacing them with some some bench pieces we don't know anything about. Um, it's guys that were really convincing pieces last year, and then a couple of five star freshmen that have been terrific. I know when Jeff raises his chin, he wants. So to so I, I I have another question for Jim on the Big Twelve here because Iowa State's one of these last undefeateds. They're somehow ninth in the country, even though I don't think they're any good. Are we buying them at all? Because that first conference game for Baylor is at Hilton against Iowa State. That's going to be quite an environment. It's a bummer that the students aren't going to be there since it's over break, but I buy the defense completely for Iowa State. I think their defense is incredible. I think the home court advantage is real at Hilton. The offense is going to have some stretches in conference play where it's going to be frustrating. Um, so I, I buy them definitely as a tournament team, not quite as a ascend to the top of the Big 12 undefeated like they are right now. Yeah. Arizona lost last night to Tennessee to be knocked from the ranks of the undefeated. So what we have, we have Baylor, uh, USC, as we just mentioned, Iowa State, who Jeff just mentioned. Colorado State still out there. Colorado, Colorado State. State's sitting there on their, their COVID puzzle. Maybe they'll be the last one that's, if they just never play. In fact, that's actually a pretty interesting betting <laughs> angle, right? Yeah. If they're like, hey, if they don't play, they'll just remain undefeated the whole time. Uh, by the way, before we go to break here, and again, we're welcome to stay as long as possible here. The uh, Ben Wilson, the third of the Mizzou triumvirate here, he does play-by-play, and he told me that he invited you to do color commentary with him for a game, and then the game got scuttled yep, for COVID. Yep, it's going to be right here at the South Point. Have you ever done color commentary before? I have not, but I've complained about color commentary a lot so in my life. So you should do I it. had all kinds of – yeah, well, I, I fully oh, planned to. I was excited about that'd it. That would be awesome. Yep. I was going to you know, have my own unique spin on it. but <laughs> What was the unique spin? It would be what, cursing at them? What would be your unique oh, spin? I wouldn't dare. No, yeah. I, I was going to bring a lot of, a lot of the uh, advanced stats that I talk about in our three-man weave previews and try to bring that to the table, some of the on-off stuff. Would you throw some betting stuff in there? Would, would Ben I don't frown know. at that? I, yeah, I'm not sure if that's yeah. frowned on or not. But it was at, it was at a casino, so it should have been fair. should have been fair. Yeah. All right. Uh, we'll do more conferences We'll do uh, to make the final four. We'll do the John Wooden Award here next with Jim Root. We'll also talk NFL next. Um, Jeff and I will uh, talk about Survivor. We should call up that Survivor grid again. 16 left in Circus Survivor. We'll talk about that briefly. And the picks that we have in our account already for Week 16 in the National Football League. And thoughts on tonight's game between the Niners and the Titans. Niners favored by three. I already have the Titans plus three and a half in the account. We'll come back right here on the Numbers Game at VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. A number. 
numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN, the sports betting network. Save 50% off a VSIN all access subscription for the rest of football season with our big game special. Get access to our in depth matchup analysis, trends, and picks for every game and sport on the schedule, including our exclusive betting splits showing you where the money's going on every game. Sign up today. You also get our daily best bet emails, weekly betting guides, 24 7 video, plus our all new college bowl betting guide covering every bowl game for only $39 at visa.com slash subscribe. That's visa.com slash subscribe. Jeff Parlay is here as well. Jim Root from Three Man Weave, kind enough to uh, hang out with us. Um, we were talking about off air, or you mentioned off air, the uh, John Wooden Award given to the outstanding player in men's basketball, also in women's basketball, by the way. Um, but in men's last year at this point, Luca Garza was the runaway favorite by Christmas. Who knows what the number was? We were speculating. Maybe it was even minus 1,000. Uh, yeah, he's the returning runner-up, and he had put monster numbers up. It made sense. Garza, by the way, for those wondering, putting up a cool 3.8 points a game, <laughs> two rebounds, and uh, 0.6 assists with the Pistons thus far this year. Not messing around with a triple-double, as no. they like to say. Oh, no. So this market for the John Wooden Award right now, much different this year than it was last year. Let's flash that up. This, again, courtesy of DraftKings. Paolo Banchero of Duke. And Drew Timmy, both 6-1 to one for Duke and Gonzaga, respectively. Uh, E.J. Liddell of Ohio State at 7-1. to one, And then everybody else is double digits. So it's much more competitive. By the way, the aforementioned Kofi Cokeburn at Illinois, who went off yesterday against Mizzou, 18-1. to one. Some other familiar names from years past, Colin, uh, Colin Gillespie and Johnny Juzang. Gillespie at Villanova, 20-1. Juzang at 20-1 for UCLA. Chet Holmgren. Freshman sensation at Gonzaga, also twenty to one. Where do you, if if I'm saying to you right now, all right, Jim Root, you must make a wager. Right now, of this board, I'd probably go Liddell, um, but I brought some stats for you. I brought some numbers. Hey, I, I know you have your model for picking the NCAA title winner. Yes. Um, or, or rules essentially. Rules. Yeah. I've got some rules here for for picking the, I the like Wooden it. Award. Okay. Uh, the formula, if you will. Yeah, exactly. Uh, of the last 25, 19 of the the last twenty five Wooden winners have been on a one or a two seed in the NCAA tournament. So you kind of need a guy that's on an elite team. Uh, and only three of the past couple or the past awards have been freshmen. And they've all been the number one and the number two pick. So you need a an NBA caliber star. Um, and only two guys west of the central time zone really? have won the award. No one in the Pac-12 wow. in the last 25 years. So. Now, are you intimating, are, are, you, are you suggesting that there's an East Coast bias to it, or does the Pac-12 just stink historically? I kind of think there's, I don't, I don't want to call it bias, but I think the media attention matters. Yeah. So in that time span, we've had five Duke winners and no Pac-12 winners. Well, so, you know, yeah. there's, there's maybe K something bias. there. Right. I, I still say to this day, Christian McCaffrey, like Derrick Henry has Christian McCaffrey's Heisman on his mantle somewhere. <laughs> I really do. I yeah. really believe that. I mean, and Derrick Henry was great, right? But Christian McCaffrey, I just felt like in those days, which is within the last decade, right? Yeah. It, he just didn't get the attention. Right. Yeah. So Obviously college football, but still. I, yeah, I know no, what you're a, screaming. It's a parallel, yeah. yeah. Um, so, I met, yeah, I mentioned Liddell. Um, one, one thing about him, he's the clear best player on his team. I, I think with Timmy and Holmgren, you have a little bit of a – Cancel out there, um, and we know that you know that that team is going to be good. Ohio State's only question is can they elevate into that one or two C conversation? They're probably on the fringe of it right now, um, but we, we've just canceled out Johnny Davis up there. We've canceled out Johnny Juzang by the Pac-12 rule. Um, the West Coast rule kind of rules out Gonzaga players as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're getting we're slowly getting down. Uh, I think Agbaji is another interesting name for Kansas. 
He's on a top-five team. He's number three in the entire country in scoring. And so those gouty individual stats, I, I think, are going to stand out for him. Maybe he doesn't stay quite that high, 22 points a game. But if he's averaging 20 a game for the winner of the Big 12 and a one seed, it's going to be hard to not give him the award, I think. Interesting. So there's that would be your bet then? Yeah, the, the two I would, I think, recommend are Liddell and Agbaji. Uh, ben Caro's great, but he's got the freshman thing working against him. And I think the narrative around Duke will be a little more about Coach K than it is about this phenomenal freshman. So I, I think voters and, and the public will gravitate towards some of the upperclassmen. Yeah. I, I love a college basketball formula. So Liddell at 7-1, to one, Agbaji at 10-1. to one. That's at DraftKings. Always shop around, as always, for all of these. But uh, that's a I, I, I like the thinking there. And let's go to – so we're not going to go to the national title here, but just curious about Final Four to make the Final Four as a – betting market um obviously we don't know where teams will be seated come march madness but you do have some sense of who will be number one and number twos anyway at this point obviously it gets a little more dicey as you go down past that but if you're saying odds to make the final four and obviously there's some art to this because you got to figure that these teams will be in different you know uh regions than other top competitors but if you're looking at this right now, Gonzaga, no surprise, even money. Then Purdue. Purdue was the number one team in the country here for a spell. They're at plus 180. Duke, plus 180. The usual suspects, Kansas, 3-1. to one. Baylor, plus 330. UCLA and Arizona, both at plus 350 on the left side there. So if there is a bet here, there's some obvious ones, I guess, at the top. But are those numbers juicy enough? Probably not juicy enough. The one I love on, on this group is Arizona. Plus 350, because I think they're as good as Purdue. I think they're as good as Duke and Gonzaga. And we we saw them lose yesterday, and I think that's maybe going to be in people's minds a little bit. But I thought it was an impressive performance. They came out completely shook. I, I fully admit that. They looked bad off the off the start, but they ended up tying it up in the final you know minute or so, final two minutes, in a game that Twitter speculated was one of the worst officiated college basketball games that they've seen recently. There was a... Well. Random technical handed out to an Arizona player. There were some questionable foul calls. It was not good. And I thought the fact that a young Arizona team on the road in a hostile environment right before Christmas punched all the way back from down 15 they, or so They was did. They, they made impressive. up. A, we looked up. It was a 10-point deficit. You look up another second, and it was tied. Then Tennessee took another sort of lead. Arizona still came back. Yep. I, I think in that kind of road environment, it's easy to like, uh, we, we, made, we made our run, yeah. and they, they punched back, and now we fade a little bit. But they did the same thing in Illinois. They, they took an 18-0 run from Illinois and, and battled all the way back and ended up winning that game. Couldn't quite get over the hump last night, but I, I'm all in on Arizona. I think they're a top two-ish team, and at plus 350 to make the Final Four, I like that. I'm still smarting from the Arizona team that had uh... – Aiton, and uh, what was it? It was also... Uh, I can't remember, but this is the, the Buffalo game in the first round, right? Oh, I mean, but they <laughs> yeah. that team was so stacked. Who's the, who's the, the, the seven-footer that plays for the Bulls, of course? Markkinen? What was it? No, Lord, Ma- Lord, Mar- 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 Markkinen, yeah, Lord yeah. Markkinen. He's not on the Bulls. He's not on no, the Cavs. No, he's not on the Bulls. But hey, Markkinen, Aiton... There was the, the guard, guard was on the Knicks, the uh, guard. Trier. Oh, yeah, Trier. Trier. Uh, Trier. And uh, Wes Clark uh, scored 30 on him. Yeah, all that for, <laughs> for Nate Oates to take you down in the oh, first round. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Kill me. Anybody, any team, though, on the right side there, a little bit of a longer shot besides Arizona? I'll go, I'll go even off a little further off the board. Okay. A team that I think is going to peak at the right time come March is, you know, and they've done it before, Michigan State. 
they, they have an awesome defensive team, and they, they're starting to emerge in the backcourt a little bit here. Uh, yeah, here we go. Eight to one up there. Um, I, I've started to buy in on them. The, the point guard play is coming along. Tyson Walker, I think, had 10 assists to one turnover against Oakland in their most recent game. Uh, and, and the defense is there. And, and Max Christie, the freshman, had a scoring outburst from the wing. And that's what they need. They need all those pieces to come together. But I think they can come March. January, February, Izzo. That's what we like to say. There it is. Uh, is there a team? So to win it all, then, are you are you suggesting Arizona might be a bet to win it all? That's probably my favorite one. I know the value's been you yeah. know, just up, up, and up. But maybe off the loss, you're getting about as good a price as you're going to get. They do play at UCLA and at USC coming up next. So they might take another loss. So if you want to wait a second on Arizona, see if they drop a little bit with another road loss. But I, I just think the team is incredible. They're about to go through the easily the toughest portion of their schedule. Um, I, I like the Wildcats a lot long-term. What team did you guys, maybe not you guys at three-man, maybe it was just you personally, but what team did you have you had the most incorrect from your preseason projections? Thus well, far. how long of a time do you have, Gil? We get, we get so many. <laughs> just give me wrong. the greatest hits. Um, let's see. Uh, I'm trying to just go through, look at some of the Ken Palm teams that, that we whiffed on. I mean, I thought Memphis would be a lot better. I, I, I bought that they were a top 15 team. I still think they can get there, and we saw some signs of it against Alabama. But, I mean, the, the COVID pause they're dealing with, the chemistry issues they have, the coaching insurrection that's going on around Coaching Penny, insurrection, yeah. I, I think that was a, a miss for us and a lot of people. What is the most highly valued Ken Palm team that is not reflected in futures odds. Uh, like, so who's, who's Ken Palm like that, yes. that, that futures do not like? Yes. Um, Looking for betting value. In other words, maybe Houston. Uh, I know they're, they're fairly high up there, but they're a top five team on there. I would, I would throw some cold water on it though, because I think they're so highly rated on Ken Palm because of the way they blow out bad teams. Oh, I see. And against a bit of the a higher bully. Level. Yes. Oh, big time bully against bad teams. I mean, they'd be the team by 67 this year. Yes. <laughs> That'll inflate your rating a little bit. Yeah. Does, again, Ken Palm tries to mitigate against that or he does not? He, he's tried to more and yeah. more, I think. But sometimes, you know, he's still counting. The possessions still matter in those games. Right. So it ends up coloring things a little bit unfairly. Yeah. Saw Houston play earlier. Who they lose to real tight a couple weeks ago? Uh, Alabama. Alabama. Really, really good game Great on the road game. there. Yeah. Impressive. But Houston's struggling with some injuries now too. So yeah. that's something to keep an eye on. Jim, you ain't got to leave. What is it? You, you don't have to go home, but you got to get the hell out of here. I believe is All what right. they say. All right. All right. Jim Root, everybody from Three Man Weave. I appreciate it as always, man. At three MW underscore no. So yeah, at three MW underscore CBB. Yep. You got for it. all of your stuff. Wagner, the pick today from Jim Brew. Thank you, Jim. We'll come back. Football with Will Hill next. Numbers game. Visa, the sports. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think you could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Tis the seven days of parlays. BetMGM is celebrating the holidays by delivering parlay presents to you every day for a week from December 19th to December 25th. BetMGM customers can unwrap free bets and risk-free wagers when you place a one-game parlay. Plus, there are plenty of parlay boost tokens and other bonuses under the tree. If you're a sports fan, and I think you are, you're automatically on the nice list at the King of Sportsbooks. Not yet registered for BetMGM. All you need to do is sign up on the BetMGM app or go to BetMGM.com to enjoy a piece of the holiday action. Get to the parlay spirit at BetMGM. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager all promotions subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets on or uh, site credit, rather. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Nevada and Mississippi. Skill Alexander. Jeff Parlay here as well, producer number five and eight. Uh, we get tweets. Uh, people, people who watched this this uh, Lockheed Martin Armed Forces Bowl yesterday can't get enough of it. Aram to Legion uh, regarding the Armed Forces Bowl broadcast and refs earlier in the second half. Mizzou wide receiver makes catch on a deep ball ruled incomplete. Replay on TV shows he caught it, and they somehow don't review it. Color commentator said someone looked like they were shot out of a missile. I was in the car, I think, driving by from prime, driving back from primetime action at that point, so I didn't see that part of it. But again, the the, the color guy is still he is the color commentator is still calling for spiked balls right now. Yes, you have two timeouts and there's natural clock stoppages on first downs, but still, please spike the ball by all means. It's just just what a comedy of errors that thing was. Army gets the money line, Missouri gets the spread let's talk to uh, will hill ladies and gentlemen at not the will hill that's t-h-e-e on twitter and the host of the new york city cast which i faithfully retweet every week by the way will hill how you doing man 
I'm doing good, guys. What's going on? How you been, man? I'm good. How do you feel about this game tonight? So, the Niners, three-point road favorites against the Titans. Julio Jones, who looked like, you know, he, he had to leave the game last week for the Titans with a hamstring issue. He's always seemingly having a hamstring issue. It's been plaguing his his later, you know, latter part of his career. He's He's good to go, apparently, for this game. A.J. Brown activated by the Titans. He's ready to go tonight. So Ryan Tannehill now has his two wideouts ready to go. He hasn't had this in a month or more than a month to have these two guys with him, not to mention, obviously, the Derrick Henry absence will continue for at least a couple weeks. Niners coming in, obviously, on a high, playing well, beat the Falcons soundly last week. Where do you stand on this game? Yeah, I think the, the line's about right. Three and a half was too expensive. I was going to jump in on the Titans. I didn't. It got down to three. I actually, before bed last night, it got, I saw like a minus 155 money line on the Niners. I just grabbed it. I think they're the better team. I think the whole left side of the Titans line is out. That's yes. an issue against the 49ers front. The one thing you can do against the 49ers is throw it and throw it deep. So if you know Julio Jones can stay in the game for more than five or six plays and, it, and A.J. Brown is healthy, that's one thing they can expose. The Titans have been really unlucky. I, I know you've probably been following them because you got futures tickets on them. Mm-hmm. They have these long drives that they just seem to get nothing out of where everything stalls you know, uh, in opponent's territory for whatever reason. So... Uh, you know, I think if you're going to play play the 49ers on the money line, I think the Titans is a teaser, is a good play. The line is about right to me. It's a boring answer, but uh, I think the 49ers probably win a close game. Not, not a boring answer. Still still an honest answer. I, t- I took the Titans plus three and a half. Uh, you know, what you said about the offensive lineman uh, is, is correct. That's huge, obviously, to have two, two guys on your line out, including Taylor Lewan, of course. But the Titans kind of need to replace the Derrick Henry running game with a short passing game, really sort of their answer to, to uh, you know, mitigating or really duplicating, I should say, their, their running game. And so here are A.J. Brown and Julio Jones. You would think it would set up for the Titans to throw a lot of short passes, quick passes to those guys. And you're right, not only are the Titans having long drives and then they're sort of petering out without, without their top offensive players, but minus 13 in turnovers in their last three games. And I don't care, you know, you can say, oh, well, you know, they're just loose with the football. They're a really stupid football team. Yeah, but no one goes minus 13, no matter how stupid you are, right? Like, that's an unsustainable historic level. If you were to take that over a full season, that's like minus 70 plus in turnovers. So I I do think there's a lot that you can't really evaluate the Titans properly with. So I've got the Titans plus three and a half, and I think you're right. I, I mean... I think they are a fine teaser leg in this. Not quite wongish, obviously, with the number at three. Do you have anything in college football today? We have a couple bowl games. Anything today from you there? Nothing. You know, I, in college, I watch it. I bet it. I more have a network of other people who specialize in it, and I kind of, you know, tail their picks. Sometimes it's better to know less because everyone's telling me, bet Army, bet Army. So I, I bet a minus three, minus three and a half. Last night I'm sitting there, and it's like, I have an SEC school getting seven against the service academy. I'm just going to buy back Missouri plus seven. So I thought I had a middle there for a second. It was on five. Army just needed one first down to end the game. They couldn't do it. They got really conservative at the end. I thought that fourth and three, they might go for it. But uh, uh, nothing in these games for me. These games are just so tough. I, I might play something in, in play. It's, you know, if I'm going to play anything, I'm going to actually start to look at the unders just because the overs have done so well. I think they're going to start to get inflated. People are going to pick up on the trend over, over, over. These lines will start to get jacked up. So I might be looking to buy in on some unders. And look, Florida, Central Florida, that's a, a typical one where if Florida's motivated. I think they'll win the game by 10 plus points. This is a team that almost beat Alabama. 
But look, Central Florida is going to have the motivation. These are all kids. I think he had somebody on yesterday mentioned, look, these are all kids that were probably passed over by the University of Florida and want to stick it to them. So uh, that's probably an in-game opportunity for me. I'm going to trigger Jeff here when you say Army against a SEC school. You know what I mean? Um, do you have any play? <laughs> do you have any play, Jeff, in the two uh, college football games today? Anything from you? I really want to bet Central Florida, but I Will, do too. W- w- Will's spot on. If 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 the Gators care at all, they're going to win this game yeah. and cover. But how can you expect the Gators to care in this game? You know, Central Florida is going to care. I just don't know if they have enough talent to actually make a bet on them. Yeah, I want no part of it. Going to focus on the pro game. What about the rest of Week 16? Obviously, we have two. Uh, games on Christmas, two really good games, which to me is the most natural teaser uh, play of them all, a teaser Christmas, if you will, where you can tease the, uh, I already have, tease the uh, the Packers down and the Colts up. Colts are not Wong territory right now as a minus one point favorite, but they may drift back that way. You may see some one and a halves out there. That to me, I also love the Buffalo teaser leg on Sunday. What are your bets in pocket so far? Yeah, those are some great teaser legs. I think Buffalo is a great teaser piece. I'd be shocked if that's not a one-possession game either way. I think the Patriots have gotten a little overvalued. Buffalo probably a little undervalued. To me, that's a toss-up game. I actually think the Packer line, look, if you're going to tease the Packers, I can't argue with you. I can't violently disagree with that at all. I do think the Browns plus 7.5 is probably a decent play, fighting for their playoff lives. Uh, The Packers, I mean, they really, they couldn't stop Huntley last week to save their lives. I know because I I had Packers team totals. I had a minus 5.5. I bought back on the Ravens plus 10 trying to middle it. And just couldn't do it. They couldn't get a stop. So I think the the, the Browns probably, uh, look, they could still make the playoffs. If they went out, they're in. I think that might be a little high. And I've been high on the Colts. I know you have too. I think the pendulum has swung a little bit here on Indianapolis where they're, I don't want to say a little overrated, but I think Arizona, this is a bounce back spot for them. Yeah. Uh, even though, you know, I've been down on Arizona, I faded them last week. I didn't expect them to get blown out like that. To me, minus one at home, it's a little bit of an overreaction. So I lean towards Arizona. Uh, just to, what other terms of uh, you know what I have in pocket? I've never seen these markets before. I had to bet it just because I've never seen this market. Odds to win the wild card. Obviously, we see odds to make the playoffs, odds to win the division. I've never seen specifically wild card. So if you win the division or you miss out, you lose your bet. But Chargers minus two hundred to me. I you know they get the Texans this week and then they got the Raiders and the Broncos. I mean, you figure you hope they win this week and split the next two. That gets you to ten. I don't see how the Chargers uh, don't get a wild card here. They're not going to win the division. I, I, I think they're a good bet to make the playoffs here. Where are you? seeing that market will by the way as you say places far far away oh okay back, back. all right that's good I, I would like to find those far far away places that's a hell that's a hell of a market i like that charges i would agree with you they would be as lockish as they come right for a wild card nothing a complete lock but they certainly are uh you know with that loss to the chiefs on thursday certainly behind the eight ball for the division and yeah, the schedule lines up for them to get a wild card and only minus 200. That is not a uh, hefty price to pay. Anything else on Sunday in the NFL? Yeah, I was I was fading the Jags last week against everybody else. I took the Texans. I'm actually on the Jaguars. To me, I, I got a plus two at pick. I'm not as you know uh, bullish on it, but the Jets should not be favored. Zach Wilson should not be favored against anyone. I know it's a pick now. To me, the Jags are the better team. I mean, Jeffrey knows this. The, the Jets are just awful. They are dead last in every category on defense. Wilson's been awful. And, you know, Urban Meyer has taken everybody's attention away from how bad Lawrence has been, how bad Wilson's been, how about how bad Robert Salah has been. But to me, the Jags defense is the best unit of this bunch. Uh, if, if you're going to move it on anybody, you can move it on the Jets. So to me, the Jags are actually the better team here. Jets, you can't really give them much for home field. That might be a home field disadvantage at this point. So I'm not going to uh, watch it, but I did bet the Jags plus the two at pick. Uh, 
probably a pass, but I do think the Jags win the game. Obviously, Jets with COVID considerations as well. You yeah, endorse that? Point. Jets fan, Jeff Parlay, you endorse that? I actually like the over in this game. Oh, you do? I know, it's a, I, I know asking the Jets to score points is a process, but uh, I, the Jets defense has actually played okay uh, two games ago or yeah, against Houston, and then since then has fallen apart again. So uh, I actually do like this over. Yeah, so many like Pittsburgh, Kansas City. I don't know. You can't touch a game like that. You don't know what Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill status is. You can't touch that. Um, such an information gathering thing at this point. Will appreciate it, man. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas, man. All right, you too, man. I'll talk to you next week. See you guys. Will Hill at not the Will Hill on the Twitter machine. We'll come back unscripted with the Crack Man and a look at Circus Survivor next. Tis the seven. Tis the seven. Tis the seven. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.